Welcome, everyone, to another episode of RNG PC. Thank you so much for your continued support. So let me tell you a little bit about what is going on. We are a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, but we are not like most D&D podcasts. There is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We're creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. We are all about the storytelling and the role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. Um, I am enjoying... Uh, being here. <laughs> what is what does that mean? Being where? Are you not in your normal uh, apartment? I mean, I think for everyone else, it probably sounds like it's exactly the same, and nothing has changed, right? This is completely normal. Exactly. We're definitely not sitting next to each other to the point where I can look you directly in the eyes and make you feel uncomfortable. I can throw something at you when you're you being can, stupid. You yes, yes, I am here. I am actually in your. We calling this. What do we want to call this recording studio and or my guest room? This, yeah, your your yeah your temporary room slash my studio. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, this is where I live. So yeah, I've been naked in this place that we're recording quite frequently. Oh man, before I get changed. Good thing so. I keep the uh, the cover down on my webcam. Yeah, because that, that would be uh, our OnlyFans is not ready to launch. <laughs> it's not yet. We're still working on that though. <laughs> keep an eye out. <laughs> yes, but it is exciting because uh, I am home and we're able to record this episode uh, together. Uh, looking at each other, and it's cool because we had a lot of stuff going on this past week with our Patreon launching and catching up on sheets, as well as, I mean, do we want to get to what we're doing special this month? Because it's October now. Ooh. Yeah. Spooky. This is spooky month. So. Put in some thunder and random music sound effects. Ooh, maybe a ghost. Ooh. Like that, but better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what we've decided, do you want me to explain this or do you want to explain it? I'll you explain could, it. Okay. Because okay. uh, I decided it. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> um, we're gonna this for every character this month. We're going to do something scary with them and try and make it like kind of horror or spooktacular. I'm scared. And yes, yes, that is the whole point to freak you out. <laughs> um, but then also with it to kind of help take the edge off of how scary it is. We're gonna do festive Halloween cocktails. <laughs> so we currently, since we are able to share this space, our um, you you made the drink this week. I and did. So what what is what is this cocktail that if people at home would like to drink along with us <laughs> while we make this character? What are, what are, what are we drinking? So hopefully whoever you're drinking your drink with uh, follows instructions better than Jake does because I asked him to get us Captain Morgan and he came well, back with Kraken, which is not the same. Kraken's so much spookier than a captain. <laughs> so we're drinking a pretty uh, basic bitch cocktail today because um, we made it up kind of last minute. So we are drinking simply apple cider mixed with an ounce of Kraken and a cinnamon stick to mix. Mix it around with. It's, it's you say basic, but I mean, it works. It's fucking good. It is good. It's it's festive. It's fally. Spiced rum and apple cider go really well together. Yeah. And I think the Kraken uh, is exactly what this cider called for. So you can shove it. Release the Kraken. See, there we go. Look at it. We should make a Kraken. I can quote two separate movies that one line. That's true, because Hollywood <laughs> is so original. Um. But yeah, no, okay, cool. So yeah, we'll we'll post. I'm sure we've posted something on social media at this point about this because I was like, I think that'll be part of like this month. Every yep. week will be a spooky character and a festive cocktail to help deal with the scary. We just wanted to drink, and so this is an excuse to do it. Well, yeah, we're hanging out together, so yeah. we're not drinking alone. Yeah, it's less depressing this way. <laughs> yeah, it's more social. Yeah, and commutative. Yeah, don't drink alone <laughs> unless you have to. Yeah, and then you know. You know Make this cocktail. As my good friend Nick Miller says, rubbing alcohols for outside wounds, drinking alcohols for inside wounds. You say that like you know this fake character. I do. You don't. I know him. You you 
He is me. Relate to him. He is me, and I am him. <laughs> if you went up to Jake Johnson and called him Nick Miller, he'd be like, wow, okay, I've never gotten that before. You're right, but he'd still love it. That's why if I ever meet Jake Johnson, I'm going to not say, hey, Nick Miller. I'm going to tell him that Nick Miller's my Patronus, yes, which I feel he will this. strongly this appreciate. Is, this has been a, a reoccurring topic. On well, this everyone podcast. will know. So now if anyone listens to this who knows someone who knows someone who knows Jake Johnson, give me a call. Hit us up at our rngpc at gmail.com. Or just be less weird about it and just tell that person to tell the other person to tell the person to tell Jake Johnson that there's some random dude on the internet. That... Maybe he plays D&D and would love to be a guest on our on okay. our podcast. But, oh my god, I can see the erection now. It's <gasps> oh, weird. Oh shit. I should have wore pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess, that sure, that'd be cool. Let's add that to the list of things that we would like to do. That and have Matt Mercer make his orchestra bard on here that he's always talked about wanting to play you know it'd be really cool about someone as big as like matt mercer being on our show i wouldn't give a fuck and you'd be really excited so we'd balance it out i'd actually have a conversation with him and you would just mouth open i have talked to matt mercer several times before all right i'm able to contain myself after about like the first 10 minutes you, no one can see what i'm doing but you can probably imagine but close your mouth you're getting flies in it i can see the flies in it it's gross <laughs> um anyways Man, these alcohols working already. We're aiming these high. alcohols. These alcohols are doing great. We're fantasizing about the future of our podcast. Honestly, also kind of fits because it's kind of scary. It's a little scary. The future? Yeah. Yeah. Future is the scariest thing. It really is. Because it's real. <laughs> and it's always coming. Well, it's not anymore. Oh, whoa. Wow. We've set the tone. I think we did it. <laughs> I think we're ready to transition over into at least explaining what we're going to try and do this week to make it spooky. To make my character spooky. Make his character. Okay, all right. So spooky music. Spooky music. We would like to take a moment to thank our patrons, Impending Duff and Jack. Your patronage is much appreciated. <laughs> All right, so it's my character this week, right? Yes, it is. And I have thought of the spookiest character to kick us off oh, yeah? for well, October. It, what I'll say is, I came up with this idea, I think it was when we had make William Johns or whatever, I was like, damn, that's a spooky guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to just keep doing it. So I told you, because it was your character for the beginning of October, um, this idea. So I'm curious to see. So I've been stewing on it for a while. Ooh, that's why it smells in here. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's been just brewing in my my lower intestine the for gu- a little bit. Guttural area. Yeah, yeah. I'm a doctor. Um, so I've decided to make Frankenstein. <sighs> what do I mean by that, Jake? You mean the doctor? No, the thing that he creates. Oh, so Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It's a valid retort to when someone says, I'm making Frankenstein. I've, I've seen I've seen a great meme online where at the very end of the book, as Frankenstein is sailing away, it's like, and then he yells, it's okay, you can refer to me as Frankenstein. People will get it. I won't be mad. <laughs> as he's floating away on the boat. But yeah. But Okay, so what do you mean when you say you're making Frankenstein? Like, you want to make an undead character? Nope. I want to roll on everything. <laughs> So, well, you brought nothing? I brought nothing to the table. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Um, oh, so like Frankenstein as in that like you're going to piece this together. Yep. It's going to be a bunch of random. Great. Yep. Cool. I think I think we should still try and keep in, in line in there somewhere that the fact that – so with Frankenstein, right, he's pieced together from other 
parts of different things, mm-hmm. right? So I think maybe we try and at least try and keep that as like a North Star of some way. So it's like everything about this, it's okay if it feels a little weird or off or like, you know, it's like, oh, like how just how it fits together. Think yeah. of it like at least through that lens. Okay. And I mean, I'm not, so we're not randomizing everything. I've, I've created a system to bring a random race, a okay. random class, um, and then a random background. Okay. I'm, which wait, I've never done. I'm proud of you. Are you going to use my my pa- patented dice rolling? Yeah. Thing that I invented that I, I don't remember. I think you wrote down. I it's did write a, it down. So let's give everyone a reminder at home. So we, um, the system that we just that Jay created when he rolled on a background requires rolling a d6, a d4, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. a d10. Correct. Um, and the reason for that being is we roll on the. Um, let me just remind everyone of the website. It's dndwiki.com, but it's dandwiki.com slash wiki slash 5e underscore backgrounds. And there's a, there's a fuckload of backgrounds there. Yeah. Um, and again, these are all homebrewed backgrounds yeah. to the point where it's like it allows you to be a little bit more creative with them. So we roll a d6. That gives us the row we're going to fall mm-hmm. into, mm-hmm. the d4. Aren't those columns? What the fuck ever? Columns stand... Oh, I'm messing with wires and shit. Columns go straight up and down because they hold Dude, up. Dude, you're buildings. arguing semantics with rows me right now. Rows go vertically. People, when you say rows, they're thinking of horizontal. This could be put into rows. Vertical. It wouldn't be look yeah, good, but well, it could be done. Okay, we're arguing about a visual thing <laughs> on an audio format. Semantics. Everyone at home is excited. <laughs> so the D6 gives us the column. Correct. The D4 gives us like the, the tenth place. Mm-hmm. And then the D10 gives us the um, single-digit place. Yeah. So we've been making this podcast for a while, and it's fun to make things. But I think this is my proudest moment in that knowing that something I did, you're embracing, and you're just going off into the darkness. So let's just get to it. Oh, we're, oh okay. I was having a moment, but yeah, that's fine. So I rolled a 5, a 1, and a 7. So that is column 5 and the 17th background in that uh, column. Nathan is currently counting. It looks like there's a lot of P's in this column. Uh, we will go to R's eventually. We are now in the R's. Oh, my God. It's okay. the regime of the Dark Overlord. What? That's a background? Yeah. What is this? You grew up in the bloodthirsty regime of the world's tyrannical overlord. Trapped in a hellish domain, your family existed without hope or faith. Wait. Although you escaped by night, you suffered nightmares of torture and imprisonment. When you awaken, you realize those weren't nightmares, but rather memories of your suffering. What the Fuck. <laughs> this is wait, okay. So okay, well let, let's let's make sure we get all the pieces first before we deep dive into that, but like um oh, that, that that can be so vague, right? It could be just a tyrannical overlord like of a of a ruler on this material plane, or depending on the race we get because you're rolling on you said you're rolling on everything, right? So rolling on race and stuff mm-hmm. too. So like you could even be from uh, I don't know, a weird uh, ulterior plane of some sort where he uh, Wow. Okay, cool. Well, keeping with the spookiness, great. That was couldn't have worked better. Yeah. I swear we don't make this shit up. Do you want to count again to make sure that was the one I actually got? Yeah. Um, one, two. Granted. Yes, perfect. I love this. This is the part of the podcast that's for children to help them learn how to count. Um, 17. 
All right, cool. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was real scary because as I was going down oh, the list, there were two we had already used that could have wait, been. No, we haven't used Puppeteer. Oh, okay. I've just clicked on yeah, it. Yeah, but we have used Researcher. Literally, if it would have been one more down, it would have been, been Mr. Brightside's yeah, background. Which, which I think we've talked about also before wanting to bring like the same stuff. Because again, everything's so random here. I think even if we use the same things a few times, which eventually we will have to, we'll be able to make different enough characters. Yeah. So we could have made it work because we're just that good. But, you know. Yeah, we wouldn't have shied away from it. Um, so the next thing up is the race, which I'm okay. just gonna I'm gonna keep it simple. Okay. I'm gonna roll on the common races, which is a well, there's nine of them. Um, so I'm okay. gonna roll a d10, and it has to be a nine or less. Okay. So it's one. a one. It's a dragonborn based on Ooh. this list. Okay. Nice. We've made one dragonborn. Correct. Uh, Patina. She's cool. She. Some would say um, the coolest. I really enjoyed playing her, um, and. Yeah, so I'd be interested to see how you you decide to have a, a Dragonborn character play out. Yeah, so I'm actually going to... I know what you were trying to not do, Jake, yep, so I'm, I'm going to do it. Um, wait, no, uh, why? Just listen to me. Trust me. I don't know faith if I in do. your host. Well, If you want to know why Patina is so special, okay. sign up to our Patreon and hear our special Patreon episode that we recently recorded that no one else is going to hear unless you give us money. Except for our current member, Impending Death. Mm-hmm. So... Good, good, good job. Thank you. Not an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I, I got scared. I, I, know scared how to, I know how to market and make money. <laughs> I don't. I'm just making this all up as I go. Okay. Okay. Cool. So what's next? What's the next thing we're rolling on? Next thing is class, which is Ooh, okay. unfortunately based on this list that I'm on, which is the D&D Beyond list for classes. Yep. There's 13 of them, and I don't want to deliberately leave someone out by rolling a D12. Okay. So I'm going to roll a D20. Wait, how many... We'll... Okay, yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to roll a d20 until we land between 1 and 13. Which, oh, nat 20. Nat 20. 16. 16. Eventually we'll get this. 13. Thir- oh, so we're doing it. We're creating an artificer. We're checking the last class off. Oh, I guess there's oh, a wait, blood hunter. Oh, so there's but... 14. Who gives it? Well, we landed on 13. Okay. We could have rolled the d14, though. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Also, don't click on out through there. You want to go? Oh, I got a Google artificer. Nope. Go back. Okay. Hi, everyone at home. What? Going to... No, go back to the backgrounds page. I'm here. Nope, nope, nope. Backgrounds page. Nope. I'm sorry, not that one. The Yes, that one. And now open it. <laughs> yes. And then here you are. Oh my god. There you go. Um, great. Everyone at home, that was the sound of Nathan driving the computer while I backseat drive and try and tell him which tab to open. <laughs> <laughs> Let me close some of these tabs out. Man, no, have all the tabs open. We don't need this open anymore? No. because yeah. yeah, we've got all D&D Beyond is a great tool, and we'd love to have them as a sponsor. But if you don't pay for anything on there, you don't get shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, I get. When working in D&D, the things you're selling is, like, material you've written and, like, information. So you have to put a paywall somewhere. Um, so I get it to an extent. But, so Artificer is a, is new. We haven't made one of those. And the thing that is fun about them is that they are, like, inventors, essentially. They're, okay. like, uh, creative, like they come up with different types of like magical items that they can use. And again, depending on the subclass of artificer, which I think there's a few, which do we want to roll on that as well? Or do we want to hold that off and see? Let's hold that off and see if something makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, But with them, like uh, anyone that does listen to critical role uh, from the first campaign, uh, Terry, not Terry, Terry, Terry. What was his name? The Tarrington Brigade, yeah. So Terry Tarrington, I think was his name. Um, he is an artificer, and essentially their whole thing is that they make different magical items. They have a little limited spell slot ca- capabilities. One of the classes you can even make like a golem, like uh, uh, 
figure that would walk around with you and you can control in battle and it's kind of it can be fun um they're kind of like a mix of wizard and i don't even know like because it's just like a like an offshoot of being able to tinker with stuff Um, okay so yeah it's kind of fun um okay so do we want to start discussing the background um, yeah, well, that so those are the main things we wanted to roll. Yeah, I guess the next things to roll on are all within the background. Mm-hmm. Right? And the stats and stuff. Yeah. So, <sighs> the background, just a reminder, we rolled on, and it's the <laughs> regime of the Dark Overlord, which is fucking sweet. Um, it, it, it makes you proficient in a couple of different things. Um, Stealth and insight, which kind of mean, like, you yeah, you can read the room really well, and you can kind of just blend in. It um, also comes with a special feature. Oh, what is that? It says, social invisibility. You perfected the art of avoiding notice and never drawing attention. When someone first meets you, they later struggle to recall your appearance, your voice, or anything significant about you. Likewise, you you blend into a crowd, making it difficult for pursuers to identify you. Hmm. So it's kind of uh, Assassin's Creed-esque. You know what else is kind of unique about this character? Just looking at it? Yeah. About the background or about the character? I'm sorry, the background. Yeah. Um... All the personality trait, the ideal, the bond, and the flaw, all a D4. Normally there's at least a D6 in there. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Interesting. Um, Okay, well, then do we want to get into just rolling those before we start kind of discussing and wanting to figure out exactly what this dark regime was they escaped from? I think so. Okay, cool. I want to roll first. Okay, fine. Do you want to roll that one? You've been rolling this whole time. Yeah, I'm going to roll the nice big metal one that I bought you that makes noise. Uh, Okay, so we're rolling on personality trait. What is it? I can't read it. I think it says three. Let me pick it up. Yeah, it's a three. Okay, three. Personality trait. Everywhere I go, I scope out the nearest escape routes. Nice. I like that, especially, again, for an artificer and someone that is going to be, I'm assuming, knowledge-based and and making things and, like, yeah. So that's – I like that. And it's it's easy and fun to play. The ideal, I'm going to roll next, another D4. I'm going to roll a plastic one. Ooh, I rolled a four. So that is strength. Strength and power are everything. Without strength, you are helpless to protect yourself. With it, you can dominate those around you first. Evil. Oh, <laughs> Evil alignment. So what I'm already kind of starting to see with what we're getting at is like this this person will be timid, but like super dark. Yeah. Like they're, this already sounds like the type of person that would be like not the first, the loudest person in the room, but definitely the scariest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, I'm going to roll bond. Another D4. Roll the two. Uh, so the bond is, I swore to those who helped me escape, I would return and save them. Ooh. All right. So there's a goal. There's a motivation already for this character. Um, something that they're working towards. And it also means that there are people that care about them, at least enough to help them escape. Or maybe not care about them, but help them. Somehow. Some yeah. yeah. It could have been accidental. Or maybe they had, it could have been one of those situations where they all had a plan, but only like one of the people was yeah they got foiled somehow. Yeah. I'll remember you. Yeah, I'll tell your story. Happy feet. <laughs> oh, Robin Williams. Oh, I rolled a D four for the flaw, which is when bloodshed begins. My first instinct is to hide. Ooh, no, but see, it's okay. a little contradicting. To what? The ideal. The ideal of what? Uh, um, strength and power are everything no, well i guess no not. it's not because you get to the end of it and it says with it you can dominate those around you first so their ideal is a or their their main driving force is i would rather be the first one to draw blood than be attacked like they want to be aggressive towards everyone which makes sense with this type of background if you grew up 
constantly not being able to trust anyone around you and with everything around you being evil and this overbearing regime, you just assume everyone is out to hurt you. So you want to hurt them first. Yeah, but then once you bleed, what, you cry? Are you one of those people that can't stand the sight of blood? No. It's <laughs> it's that once the fighting begins, like, think about it. Again, anytime, like, think, say there was a protest in some, like, giant, like, overbearing, like, area where the government would come in. Oh, wow, this is getting way too real. I'm sorry. But this is where I'm going. Like, in that moment, you realize as as the people protesting, you don't have the power. The people that are the running all of this do. So your instincts are to survive, are to get out of there. And that's that's what I'm taking it as. It's a survival thing. It's not necessarily like, oh, my God, I'm horrified. It's that they understand if they're not in power, they're just trying to, like, Rambo it. Right, where it's like you just kind of get in, do something real quick, and damage it, and get out. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I think of it as more of like, you know, if you know that bloodshed makes you want to hide, why are you going to put yourself in violent situations? Because again, as an artificer, they're going to want to. So artificers are going to essentially be Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. Okay. There's someone that's going to want to make sure that they know everything that's going to happen before it does, so they can set traps for it and build shit so people have people to walk into it. Okay. So, okay, cool. So we've rolled on everything in the for the background now, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, for the other classes, when looking at some of these, do we want to roll on? Because Dragonborn has different um, colors. S- colors, yeah, that they could be. Um, we could look on those as well as I remember when we made Patina. There was, if you scroll down a little bit further, I think there is. Yeah, the type of dragonborn. You have the standard dragonborn, a dra- dracon blood, blood, dracon blood, dra- dracon, <laughs> dracon blood. I'd say sure, dracon. That sounds cooler. And a ravenite. So, do we want to leave those open and wait and see if there's anything that like sticks out for us background wise? Um, and then same within artificer. I know there's some subclass stuff that you said you wanted to wait on. Do we want to roll stats first and then come back to these? Or what do um, you- let's roll stats. But I think I know which dragonborn thing I want. So well, well, so I would just say. If we, if we roll stats and then we look at an artificer and we want this person to be useful, we can look and see what they need the most of and potentially choose one of these three uh, types of Dragonborn to help increase whatever stat might be low for them. Yeah. Why are you being so sassy right now? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, you rolled the flaw, right? I did roll the flaw. Okay, so I'm going to roll strength. Roll, you're going to, okay. Chaos. I don't agree with mixing metal and plastic together. Chaos Rain. Only Critical critical Role fans will understand that. Oh, yeah, because that's such an original statement from Critical Role. Let Chaos Rain. I'm doing the hand motion now, so it makes it better. People that know, they know. So they took something good and made it bad. Whoa. Okay. Wow. (laughs) That's a good one. So they they strong. Um, I rolled a six, a four, a four, and a four. So their strength is 14. Wow. I mean, not super strong, but definitely stronger than average. All right, so I'll roll the decks coming up next. Forty-six. We're getting oh. rid of. The, we didn't talk about it, but we are getting rid of the lowest. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I just mean, common now, I think. But I guess I've been broken. So I rolled a three, a three, a five, and a six. So eleven plus three is fourteen. Another fourteen. All right. It is difficult to roll with the one <laughs> steel die. I will tell you that. Fine, but I like it. Wow. Constitution is garbage. That sucks. I rolled a three, a two, a one, and a one. Their constitution is a six. (laughs) I guess that backs up your stupid theory. 
about them being Macaulay Culkin. Because if either of those bad guys ever got that little bastard, well, they do grab him sometimes, but then, like, the guy with the shovel saves the day and whatever. Yeah. All right, intelligence. Oh, we're gonna, oh, fuck. Also not great. Also not great. One, one, three, and a five. So that's nine. Correct. That's not going to be good for uh, Artificer, I believe. Oh, really? We need pretty good uh, intel. Okay, so let's see wisdom. A little bit better. Uh, I rolled a 5, a 4, a 2, and a 1. So I get rid of the 1. So that's 9 plus 2 is 11. 11 wisdom. Maybe All right. wisdom is higher. I'm not sure. I, I haven't made an artificer. Actually, I did make one once. Really? Um, they're fun, but I don't remember which one is the most important. All right. So charisma. I rolled oh. a 2, 3, 4, 6. So that's 13. Correct. Look at me, I'm getting better at the maths. So, I like the range in numbers. I just kind of wish we could move them around. <laughs> nope, um, that's not okay. how we do, baby. So, let's look at Artificer. So, let's see. The quick build for Artificer... What is their main... Um, suggests that... Well, you must have an intelligence of 13 or higher. Whoops. <laughs> in order to multi... Oh, well, in order multi- to multi-class. multi-class. Yeah, not to actually start in this class. Okay. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I think intelligence is their main... Um, um, one of their saving throws is intelligence. Yep. Oh, yeah, one of, yeah, but uh, um, what is their save? Spellcasting. Um, right there. You studied the workings of magic, how to channel it through objects, and how to awaken it within them. As a result, you have gained a limited ability to cast spells. To observers, you don't appear to be casting a spell in a conventional way. You look as if you were producing wonders through various items. <laughs> so, Spellcasting ability is your intelligence modifier. Yep, so that's a negative one. Yikes. That's a big yikes. So that's where, again, if we look at Dragonborn, is there anything that will increase their... The, int- the Draken blood increases it by two. That would be huge and very good. That's the one I wanted to pick anyway. Great. Well, let's go so let's that do that. So just to give, you, just to give everyone an idea, um, the, the sub-race of Dragonborn, we're choosing Dracon, Draken blood, which gives you an ability score increase to intelligence and charisma, as well as two feats, oh, dark vision. Oh, sorry, keep reading. Yeah, dark vision and forceful presence. Dude, Which, that's perfect. Yeah. So, and and, and it, it doesn't just it doesn't just increase your intelligence; it increases it by two. So that's that's great. So they'll take it from a nine to an eleven, um, which makes it a, uh, a zero. Uh, so you're, at least you're not losing on on those attacks. And I think what could kind of be fun already for this character is I'm assuming if they're from like some tyrannical overlord like place, it was probably like. Uh, um, information was withheld and it probably tried to oppress the people and not make them be like as smart they might be leaving to try and gain knowledge and increase their intelligence so one of their goals and things might be okay in order for me to go back and save them i need to learn how to be better i need to increase my intelligence which is something if again if you talk to your dm you could look at doing through like trying to study trying to read more books and there are books and tomes as well as items you can gather to increase your intelligence so that could be a driving point for them. You want to know something really cool I thought of? Yes, always. It's a little bit of a uh, uh, sidebar, I guess. But in the Mistborn series books that I'm reading, mm-hmm. there's two different kinds of types of magic in this world that Brandon Sanderson created. Still sounds like a made-up name. There's allomancy and furomancy. So allomancy is the ability to like ingest different metals and harness these powers or within them. When you say ingest, like they chew and eat metal. Like they have vials of like liquid that almost has like you know like Goldschlager that really yes. shit. Yeah, so it's like that. It just okay. has flakes of metal in it. I'm just imagining a bunch of fantasy characters doing shots of Goldschlager. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party. Let's do magic. So they've got these vials of metal, and like steel allows you to like influence steel. You can push off of it. 
Um, and how that gets really cool is if like, if you were to throw, for example, a quarter on the ground and push off that quarter, you're technically pushing into the earth, which weighs more than you. So you can launch yourself up into the air so oh. they can fly with this. With their... does, does the quarter move? No, because it's going into the ground. So the, so no, no, it's no. like, but, but like, do you just push straight up from it or do you need the quarter to move along the ground as well? It's you a... can toss them down as you're, so what they do is they've got little <laughs> shitty, like, yeah. They're just throwing quarters mm-hmm. down at the and ground. And kind of like arching, like like hopping kind of as they fly. I'm just imagining people walking through the streets getting pelted by fucking coins from there. <laughs> but it's the same thing where like if you and I were fighting each other and I weighed less than you and you were wearing like a metal plate and I wanted to push you, I'm also going to – because it's like every action yeah, is an I, equal or opposite yeah, reaction kind of thing. Yeah. Thanks, Isaac. Thank you. No, that um, was sarcastic. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. So that's the uh, – that's one of the magics. That's not what – brought me to this so that's okay. so that's allomancy the next one's called furromancy which let's just pause there furromancy i think i may be pronouncing Fur-romance? it wrong romance i may furries pro- no is that not you're so dumb <laughs> god you're the stupidest i'm just saying that's where i went i heard you're dumb i i i guarantee you there's at least two other people out there that i bet you like, everyone else funny. pronounces it differently though it's a magic world it's a made-up word i don't fucking know anyway regardless there's this race of people that can Are into furries I'm done talking. No, to you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> There's a race of people in this book that can their their power is they can wear different types of metal. So they'll have like a bronze wristband, a steel ring, mm-hmm. a copper necklace, and the way they utilize the the power within the different kinds of metals is they can store stuff in them. Okay. One of the things that they can store is memories. Mm. And there's a specific character in this book who has stored he knows every single every single detail about every single religion in this universe because there was one lord ruler overlord of the whole universe that made all other religions illegal except for his mm-hmm. so in his mind he's like i have to remember all of this stuff so that when we finally overthrow the lord ruler i can reteach everyone all the religions that have nice. been lost it's kind of giver-esque kind of yeah, yeah. um so he can store memories. I think copper is what they store memories in. So sure. like he'll he'll. It's, act- it's copper is a soft, malleable. I mean, it's, that just makes sense from a yeah. science standpoint. Sure, as much as science <laughs> and magic would overlap, yeah. Um, but it's super cool because, like I said, like if I if so if I were a furromancer, a furry, um, <laughs> hey, your words, <laughs> <laughs> and I was wearing copper. I can channel the energy of that copper, and as you're telling me something, I'm not retaining it. My copper band is so like i can't rem- it's not in my brain but i can like pull it out and, re- and recite things that were told to me through it if that makes so sense So it's kind of like what you already do just minus the actually being able to uh, refer back to it at all yeah <laughs> yep. but anyway so that's what the kind of long tangent of all that yeah. was that um, i love miss born if you can't tell um was that what you kind of touched on i have to go out and learn as much as i can made me okay. think of that yeah well i mean and, and again like i said that could just be one of their like things they're trying to drive for and do and again if, if you let your dm know that's how i want this like this character's trying to find knowledge to improve their own intelligence not just the, like to have knowledge but to engage like to teach themselves right maybe they want to go to a university maybe they want to go to a wizard school right or some shit um no one's go to a wizard school it's stupid well except for a whole generation of people yeah hufflepuff. we all missed our letters hufflepuff forever slytherin for the win god you're the worst hufflepuffs are so dumb first Whoa. off you have the dumbest name the dumbest name. Uh, we have badgers. Bruh. Hufflepuff. Yeah. Sounds like someone really fat just ate a muffin. Hufflepuff. Bruh. We're right by the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, like. I don't understand why that would be a downside. You know where like the layout of the tower? 
of the castle? Yes. You're the dumbest. The dumbest boy in school. Nope. Also, Hufflepuff has had the least uh, evil wizards. So Yeah, it's because they're boring. No, it's because they're pure of heart and loyal and true. Evil's the best. Oh, God. Okay, back to this character who happens to be probably a Slytherin also. Yeah. Um, Harry, Harry Potter should have been a Slyther- Slytherin. No, he should. The whole, okay. The hat even said so. This, join us on our side <laughs> podcast of digesting <laughs> Harry Potter lore and yeah anyways um, okay so we've decided that our Drake and Blood increases their intelligence um, they have dark vision as now as well which is I think that could be fun to play with and maybe again maybe there's a whole race of these uh, Draken Dra- Dracon what did we Drake and Blood Drake just and pretend blood. it's the word dragon but put a cut in there Draken Dracon yep Blood yep Blood. Perfect. Blood. Perfect. Um, okay. Maybe that's like their whole race and like part of the reason he's able to have this dark vision is maybe this overruler and lord, like maybe it's an eternal darkness of something. Maybe like drow are known to do that and try and have, you know, darkness be a thing that is everywhere because it affects them in, in, a, in a way that would harm them. So it could be this regime or spreading hellish domain, as it says, is just something that was created on the material plane. Maybe it's in the underdark. Who knows? That's what I was going to ask you. I, and I want to know the answer to the question. Okay. Do you think that the per, says the first sentence of the regime of the Dark Overlord says, you grew up in the bloodthirsty regime of the world's most tyrannical overlord. Is that something that's in the material plane? Or do you think they came, like, maybe a far-off continent in Podcastria? So, within our world, um, I don't know. We can explore and figure out that out and make a decision here and now. But for a DM... I would, as a player, I would bring this to them and say, "Hey, do you have something like this already that exists somewhere? Do, do you want? Because if a DM wants to do more planar type stuff, maybe it's from hell, maybe yeah. it's from one of the the different 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 planes that you might be going to, or at least in a, some way you could have came from. Or again, it could just be on the material plane. It could just be. I mean, when it says the world's most tyrannical overlord, it could just be a roaming or somebody that took over a kingdom in a city and now has been ruling over it for generations, right? And everyone kind of knows, like, yeah, you know, it's not great, but we just avoid it and we don't have the power to overthrow them. And sure, they'll occasionally attack and do whatever, but we just try and avoid that area. Yeah. But you have to think there's people that grow up under that regime, like our character, that aren't necessarily these. You know, I mean, granted, they're evil, but don't doesn't necessarily align with what they want. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at North Korea, right? People have been like, oh, that's not great, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, just saying. Um, but yeah, so that that we we can, I think we that's maybe a DM thing. We leave it open and see where it fits in them. Okay. That's For fine. us, if we want to play with it, I think it'd be fun if there was just kind of maybe an uh, an empire that was growing in a part of podcaster that was trying to expand maybe take over a continent and is slowly spreading some kind of darkness and again it could be a fey creature or not fey i'm fiendless creature that came here and decided okay this material plane is going to be mine now i'm going to play around with it and that could be creepy (laughs) um yeah so I think I think as far that. as for this character, it's left open. Um, anything we need to describe out a little bit more as we're going into this backstory, I think we will will kind of will flesh out as we need to. So we know the sub race, we know the stats. Uh, intelligence is not great. Um, do we want to look at the subclasses of artificer now to kind of start breaking down what it is they're able to do? Yeah, let me just talk a little about a little bit about the artificer class please, just to educate everyone at home. Do. 
So, artificers are masters of unlocking magic in everyday objects. Artificers are supreme inventors. They see magic as a complex system waiting to be decoded and controlled. Artificers use tools to channel arcane power, creating temporary and permanent magical objects, baby. It's cool. What? what? Um, so, like, what I would even say is, like, look, so when you look at option, uh, um, oh. So, okay, so the artificer class is the class that people, when they want to shoot guns... Yeah. You know, you, you, the, if when so, your second cousin from Arkansas okay, wants to play okay, D&D and okay. shoot a bunch of firearms, well, this is the class they're going to make. We, you know, we wouldn't be opposed to people in Arkansas listening. <laughs> so I don't know if I would <laughs> full on just get rid of a whole state. Arkansas is, and they got a little rock there. They do, literally. <laughs> um, but yes, if, if someone wants to be a gunslinger-esque character, Artificer usually makes the most like sense. Like a cowboy. When I made my it's Artificer. It's high noon. And Matt will never come on our show now. He will. Nope. I'm going to ask him, hey, hey Matt, Don't, you know what time I, it is? I'm offended for him now. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, when I made my Artificer, he was a gunslinger. And it, it, it makes the most sense to have. That does sound fun, though. Yeah. I'd take back my retort, but it's still true. <laughs> I would. I mean, I would. So essentially, everyone, all jokes aside, if you wanted to play a D and D cowboy, this is the class to do it. Yes, with an actual gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you could also, you can fucking make a warlock that's a cowboy and just eldritch blast is the bullets. Ooh. Getting inspiration. Hey there, little lady. Now you want to kill Prami again and come back in a different body as a cowboy? Yeah. <laughs> you come back and just have stirrups. I don't know. I can just. just uh, I can turn uh, Aaron's body. He can become a cowboy. God. Okay. Anyways, moving forward. <laughs> You got a, you know, you know the secret to being a cowboy. No, what? Your crotch guides with the way you go. You gotta walk. That's, that's walk the secret with your to crouch how you forward. walk as a cowboy, not to being a cowboy. Uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> you, how many horses have you ever seen, let alone ridden? Um, I, there's a picture of me on a horse when I was like nine. Suck it. I've got a really rich cousin who can do uh, LASIK eye surgery. He's got like seven horses. I thought you were saying he could do LASIK eye surgery on horses. <laughs> That's very specific. No. <laughs> I've got a, like a third cousin down in Tennessee who's rich as fuck. Wow. He, owns, he owns a llama. <laughs> For what? What? Why? Why not? What do you do with when it? When you have what I like to refer to as fuck you money, <laughs> you own a llama. Is it like, hey, you've made the right amount of money. Here's your Here's llama. Your llama. <laughs> Welcome to, um, I don't know, the Illuminati. Here's your llama. <laughs> Everyone knows, once you get into the Illuminati, the welcoming gift is a llama. The Illuma-llama. Oh, Illuma-llami. Nope. Illuma-llamity? Llama-lumity. You try so hard. I do. <laughs> Some people appreciate it. You bully me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fix you. I'm You're like broken. that kid in the backseat of the Babadook. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why can't you be normal? <laughs> <laughs> that movie is depressing. It is sad. Um, okay, cool. So, do, okay, right off the bat then. Do we want this character to have a gun? No. <laughs> All this cowboy talk and you don't want a dragon cowboy? What is more fantasy than a dragon-born cowboy? Because I don't know how to talk southern and slither my asses. Well, I guess I'll just be a drunk southern. 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 Because I'm a slithery dragon. I'm a snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why did, okay, why, why, wait, wait. Why does he have to have a southern accent if he has a gun? Because it's my strongest I accent. Hope, I hope you're offending so many people. I just want to remind everyone our email is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. 
<laughs> Please direct those to Nathan. <laughs> Southern's just my strongest accent. It's also your strongest smell. Um, what? Smell? You smell... So- oh, that's offensive on my part. Yeah. Damn it, now we've all upset someone. <laughs> all right, well, we've been canceled. <laughs> um, okay, well, then let's, let's look at the other subclasses of artificer also i will say this cocktail is really good yeah i feel like it is because you're a basic bitch who likes psl yes yes all of it yes pumpkin spice is great it's gross it's festive i tried my first pumpkin spice latte last year and i didn't finish it so then i tried a pumpkin spice frappe frappe instead of a latte that was marginally better i'm not talking to you we're not addressing this (laughs) we're fighting (laughs) we're fighting right now so I don't want to do anything Unearth Arcana if we do a subclass of Artificer. So okay. there's only three options here. Um, wait, no, no, no. But is, is that, are those ones go back to the page before this? You want me to go back a page? I deleted that page. Stop doing that. That's not a pleasant noise. You're not a pleasant noise. I was trying to just fill the air. It's better than... I mean, I guess I can just talk like this, which is me just talking about nothing. Which is this entire podcast when it comes it, to you? You know, you're, wow, wow, wow! I was going to, jeez, blindsided. That's not what you want. Oh, you're right. This website sucks. I'm not going to put it on click, blast, click. but it's not good. This one? No. This one? Yes. No. Uh, what? Nope. Literally, just go back. To Can I buy this book? <laughs> if we had more patrons, oh. patrons, <laughs> go back to that. Tab. This? Yes. Okay. Now go up to the top. Right click on the top button, the top thing there. Yep, right click. Open link in a new tab. Click on that. Scroll down the classes. <laughs> God. There already oh, passed it. Those are what I'm talking about. Yeah, those are literally right here. Those are the same thing. Oh, I didn't see the two at the bottom. <laughs> God, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we like each other. That's on me. But you know what, the listener at home? Nate's right this time. <laughs> I'm big enough to admit it. I'm dumb. Um, okay, so how many are there's one, two, three, four, five. So, do you want to roll on them? Do you want to just do a quick glance at each one of them? Figure out because I mean, let's let's kind of recap where we're at with this character right now, right? So we rolled on the background and we got regime of the overlord, which means they escaped from this tyrannical, awful, evil regime regime um, of some sort. We don't know if it's on another plane. We don't know if it's on this plane and it's just a slowly spreading or, or what the deal is with it, but they escaped. They are an artificer, which means they're like a wizard, but they put their magic into items and then use that items to cast magic. Mm-hmm. Um, they are dragonborn. Uh, and we figured from that, they're a dracon draken long a God, draken blood, um, which just means they have dark vision. They're a little bit more imposing and they have a little bit more intelligence, which helps us because artificers need that personality trait is everywhere i go i scope out the nearest escape routes so they're always like kind of finicky which i think makes sense as someone that just escaped this essentially i'm assuming like a big brother-esque regime um ideal is strength strength and power are everything without strength you are helpless to protect yourself with it you can dominate those around you first which is an evil thing uh which is an evil alignment um bond i swore to help those that helped me escape and that I would return to save them. I messed all of those words up. But it's, the sentence is still the same, actually. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I realized halfway through and said I'm just going to finish yeah, it. Yeah, the sentiment's still the same, which yeah. is pretty impressive. So so they're going back. He, they, they want to go back and save whomever helped them. Uh, flaw. Uh, when bloodshed begins, my first instinct is to hide. Um, and then strength is a 14. Dex is a 14. Con is a 6. So they're 
malnourished and just kind of squishy. Yeah. Um, intelligence, we upped to 11 with the Draken, Draken blood. Got it the second time. Um, and then Wisdom's 11, and Charisma's up to 14 also with the Draken blood. Um, so there I like may- how you have to break it up, Draken blood. I do. I, hey, you should really make that A long. You lear- I learn my own flaws, and I try to adapt. Um, <laughs> so really the main thing is just that they're not that healthy looking, right? That they're kind of just malnourished and small as far as that yeah. goes, which would make sense, again, why they started tinkering and doing stuff, realizing that their their strength was going to have to be something else besides being yeah. this big And maybe creature. they're young. They could be young. Maybe yeah. that's why people decided to help them escape. They felt bad for yeah. the because you know I have a really I have a soft spot for the loss of innocence. So maybe these people wanted to help the child, not just go through as much as they have. Help them escape yeah. so that they yeah. could have some purity left within them. Yeah. So they they could be a, a younger dragonborn. And so the last two things I think that at least we want to figure out before we really start piecing together this backstory are the subclass of Artificer and even the color of the Dragonborn, which it won't really help us too much with the backstory, but it'll just let us know what color they are for visual as well as what their resistance to. And maybe, like, since they are evil, like, I mean, there are evil dragons that maybe kind of trickles down through their color as well, but not always. You can have any color be evil or good. Um so yeah, so that's where we're currently at. So what are the names of the specific... Uh, so to, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Do what? Figure out the subclass of Artificer. So you just want to roll it? No, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, then what do you want to do? Because the thing that comes into play at third level. We're not at third level. So you want to leave it open to people? Yeah. Okay. We Unless they too. sign up for our Patreon and download our fully <laughs> leveled sheets where we make this decision oh, at geez. third level. Just selling out completely. No, yeah. No, I mean, that's fair. And th- that is the one thing is like, again, with them wanting to increase their intelligence, maybe they're, I mean, let's scroll up then and see what they get at the base, right? What what they do originally. And like, I'm assuming some of that would help them escape. Like these, is that what you're saying? Yes. As well as the magic tinkering uh, or magical tinkering. And I know they, because I think they get some items that they can originally have right off the bat. And I think that would at least help us to understand how they escaped or what helped them um initially be a little different than everybody else um because i agree that's actually a good a good thought to leave it open to whoever downloads this character there's some fun stuff you can do with artificer maybe they do want to have a cowboy dragonborn and they do want to have it because i mean i could use some protein (laughs) i'm a little skinny um also, it could be dependent upon whatever this evil regime is they have to go back to, right? If it's on another plane, the things they're trying to invent and do would have to do with being able to transcend different dimensions, essentially. Whereas if it's just overthrowing something, maybe it's a little bit more explosive and or guns. Boom, or bang. Great Foley. I love it. <laughs> um, Let's go out with a bang. Bang, bang, bang. Trademarked. Metronome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um but yeah, so what what do they so at a, a first level, what does it say they have? They have magical tinkering. What does that do? Um, you want me to read it to you? Sure. At first level, you learn how to invest a spark of magic. Yep, that's correct. In objects that would otherwise be mundane. To use this ability, you must use tinkerer's tools or other artisan's tools in hand. You then touch a tiny non-magical object as an action and give it one of the following magical properties of your choice. And there's a couple things there. Okay. <laughs> so I can shine bright light. Um, shine bright like a Tinkerer. Um, whenever a trapped creature, the object, oh, it can record a message. Um, whenever tapped, not trapped. Tapped, I know. Um, the object continuously emits your choice of odor. So there's like little, it's kind of like a cantrip. Um, is there anything else they have? Spell casting tools required. Cantrip. I think it says you start off with 
two cantrips. Yeah, yeah. from the Artificer spell list. Okay. Okay, so I think maybe it's those little things, right? They were yeah. able to do little distraction type things, and maybe that was part of the getaway and escape. And as they go out into the world, yeah, I agree. They are trying to figure out what they can do with this more and what type of objects they want to go into. I yeah. like that. And I think, and to be honest, out of the three things that we have to figure out about this character, I think the artificer is the least pivotal. Maybe you disagree, but I think this isn't as important. I think, maybe it is. I don't know. I think maybe it's the least. I mean. I think it's maybe the least pivotal. To maybe the they were story. maybe they were constantly being punished for fuck for like tinkering with shit and yeah. under their regime, and then yeah. someone was like, "Go, be free, don't lose your sense of wonder." Yeah, I'll yeah. tell your story, Happy Feet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and that's where once they get onto the world, I think people can decide what they want to do with uh, that those different things. So we let's at least read them out so people know what the options are for what the subclasses of artificer. Oh, I mean, fucking Google it. Hi, come to our podcast where we tell you to Google shit. It's fine. Alchemist, armorer, artillerist, because Jake would have absolutely fucked that word up. Artillerist. Battlesmith, forge adept, and maverick. Cool. Top Gun. I'm on... No, I'm Danger Zone. What song does Tom Cruise sing in Top Gun? It's some stupid love song. You... You look like you've lost the love and feeling. It's the I've got that love and feeling. Yeah. You've Ooh. got. I thought it was you love lost and feel. I don't know. It's something like that. I never. I've never seen that movie from start to finish. Neither have I. I've seen the parts of it on YouTube, and I'm sure there's so many people that are upset with us. But my wife's old dog was named Maverick. R.I.P. Do we want to name this character after them? No. Can make a Maverick. Okay. Trying to do touching shit here. No. Nah. Okay. Cool. So those are the potential <laughs> options. You can kind of tell from the names the little bit. Like some's probably more potion based. Some is obviously there's a gun one. Some's maybe about the armor you actually have. So yeah, that could be fun. And I think depending on how they want to look at going back to overthrow this regime, that's when it matters. Okay. So. So. Okay. So. 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 Buttons. Zippers. Mm, I think you should sew buttons. I mean, I guess you have to sew, sew zippers too. Hem. Hey. Hem and haw. I'm bad at word association. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's figure out the color then of the dragon. I guess that's fair. Let's roll on that. Yeah, I think we could roll on that. Do you want to roll on it? I I do. One, two, three, four. So my character, god damn it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Perfect. It's almost like they planned for us specifically to have this podcast i think the person who invented D was like you know what we should have everything be the kind of dice that this game needs to play so that rngpc can happen it's specifically like he looked into the future gary gygak looked into the future that sounds like someone who could look into the future it does (laughs) oh that that was a shitty roll yeah i'm not i didn't see what it was i did that's better at least it rolled it's an eight so 10 was the bottom it's a red it's a fire dragonborn all right, so it's a red dragonborn, which is kind of the way I was leaning again because it's like red is the most infamous evil dragons. Um, Were they evil? Red dragons, yes. And this character also has an evil alignment. Oh, you're right. Oh, I, forgot, I almost forgot about that. God damn yeah. it. Okay, well, I think then we have, I mean, you know what? Uh, you know what I forgot at this point already? What? Frankenstein. What about, because it makes too much sense? I mean, it's kind of all lining up pretty nicely. I know. It's not really, there's no... The format was Frankenstein, but we ended up making, like, a good monster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ooh, ooh. This guy's an artificer, right? So he's actually Frankenstein. 
He wants he's to build to, a he's monster. He's trying to create a new overlord to or, take over because he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want that responsibility. Or not necessarily, but just something to get him back into the city. And again, like I said, one of the classes allows you to build a golem. Or might be the whole. Th- I mean, it, um, go back to Artificer real quick. Don't don't click on any of the subclasses, but I, it might be go all the way like down. a level twenty thing. Yeah. No, no, no. Right there. Oh, I know it's Savant. Never mind. Soul of Artifice. What's this do? You develop a mystical connection to your magical items. No. Yeah, no. I mean, if we want to pick the the thing it is, there's one of them where it allows you to make a golem. Um, it might it might be. Uh, no, we're, that's too divey. Uh, let's forge just forge adept. Let's just uh, make. Let's just say that's what he wants to do. Okay. Um, no, I could have sworn it might just be all of them. Let me look. I want to look. I'm reaching for the mouse, and I'm not in a position. Let me do it. I can do it faster. No, 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 I'm going to do armor. That's the Unearthed Arcana one. Oops. Um, Powered armor, armored model. Guardian. There it is. Design the front line of complex. Oh, wait, no. That's not it either. Okay, either way. Let's just say he wants to build a monster. Fuck it, we're making it up. He wants to build... He wants to build something to help him get back into there. That is this Frankenstein. And it want, he wants to make it feel make it feel strong. Yes, because he's not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dude, I like how we joked in the beginning. It's like, oh, we're making Frankenstein. Like, oh, you mean the monster? No, we're actually making Doctor Frankenstein. Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> we're making Doctor Jekyll, not Mister Hyde. That's a different story. I know, but it's the same thing. People confuse them. Who? Idiots. Well, if you've ever confused them, I hope you feel isolated and called out. <laughs> Because that's how I constantly feel. <laughs> this is like, are you calling for help? You better shut the fuck up yeah, before no. I get the Switch. The Nintendo? No. <laughs> you know the rule of thumb? You know what that means? It means how thick the Switch is you yeah. hit someone with. You better go get it. Go get your Switch. Got a cinnamon stick. <laughs> also, our character have a very small thumb because they're cons low, which I don't know if that directly correlates to anything and actually can be proven, but I'm saying it, so that's a rule. They have small thumbs. That's fine. That means the switch will draw blood easier. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> Instead of just bruise. Yeah. I br- I prefer the, the oranges in a pillowcase. <laughs> it's bars of soap in a pillowcase. Yeah, once you get older, the oranges. No, once you're in prison. How many times have you been in the prison? Seven. I, nope. I've known you long enough to the point where That's you... That's four times in my entire life. Once when I was seven, 14, 21, 28. What? <laughs> Just broken up evenly? Yep. So like, Every seven years, I get a get-out-of-prison-free pass, so I do something really fucked up, and I show them my pass, and they let me out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like how we synced our yep notes. Okay, okay, keep okay. Let's get, let's get back to our our red dragonborn here. That our artificer dragonborn. Um, so we know they grew up in this regime. Yep. Ask me questions about it. Is their family there? Yes. Okay. Family is still in the regime. Uh, for this regime, were was the family a part of it and they had to escape the family or is the family part of the people that helped them escape family's part of the people that helped them escape okay so they're being uh oppressed yes essentially uh all right cool um and again i i don't want i, I my next question is to ask like if dragonborns are like all that is in this regime but i think again that's up to the dm i don't think we need to necessarily yeah. like because it could go either way right it could be all dragonborns and they are the like servitude class or they are being oppressed or it could just be a mix of people and dragonborns are some of the ones up there maybe it's more exotic races or whatever but yeah it's fine um okay so family's still there family helps them escape is there maybe an organization within the regime that is like a small kind of like sons of liberty type thing that is like slowly trying to throw tea into the harbor 
I don't know. This I'm writing though this character was punished often for being a tinkerer. Okay, so like it was maybe maybe it's frowned upon in this place to use magic. Yeah. Right. And because uh, the Lord rulers are scared of it. Oh, yeah. Or or maybe even it's just I mean again for the DM to figure out maybe I, I like that I like that tinkering and using magic or or maybe just the use of magic was frowned upon and anytime he tried to put it into something he was beat with a switch the size of his thumb because <laughs> apparently that's a thing now um but so how do, how does he escape or, or and, and like so i don't think that matters he just has but but like again so he so is the people he promised to come back just his family his family helps him escape in yeah, some way or maybe just all the people he feels bad for the people okay all the oppressed sure yeah okay um, so he escaped in some way with help. I was just going to say, like, if, if it's just his family or a group of people, um, because the thing about having, like, I guess it doesn't truly matter. Was if there's a group of people already helping him, he would be more inclined to try and find a group again in understanding that, you know, the power. He's also a quivering pussy. <laughs> so he's going to know, he knows he needs a group. Sure. Or this giant monster and our guardian. Which he needs him. a group to get the money to build this giant guardian. Yeah. I like that. Makes sense. <laughs> Um, and I don't, again, I don't think he's a pussy. I think it's just that he understands his strengths and wants to play to them. That's like, fine. And I'm not saying that he actually is a pussy, but if, if, you know, a big dragonborn sees this person, they're going to go, that's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand anything about dragonborn, uh, uh anatomy, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yes. And I think that too, like, I know we're not to description yet, but like, I think dragonborns are usually like six feet tall. This guy can maybe be like five and a half, like real, real. And again, how old do you want him to be? So that's the next question. How old do you think he is when we meet him? And how old do you think he is when he escaped? Um, when do dragonborns reach adulthood? Let's learn that. Age. A young dragonborn grow quickly. They walk hours after hatching, oh. attain the size of a 10-year-old human by the age of three, and reach adulthood by 15. Wow. So that makes this character, yikes, like and, six. I mean, Well, and so that's what I'm saying again. He could have escaped when he was like ten, and we could meet him now when he's twelve or thirteen, just coming on to being an adult, not quite an adult yet. And again, being small, like he could have been on his own for a little bit, trying to like just live in the wilderness, and is now just fine. Because again, depending where this world, the regime is, maybe it's isolated and far away, and he hasn't found another society yet for a few years. And again, being timid and more laid back and, and cut off from anything tinkering wise, there could be a period in his life for a year or two where he was just having to live off the land. And that could be unfortunate. Or maybe he just does escape. And that's what I was just asking. Like, do we want to meet him immediately after he escapes? Do we want there to be some time when he maybe assimilated in? Because, again, we have the ability where he can It's a big word for you. Assimilate? Mm-hmm. Ass, I'm late. <coughs> that sounds like something I would say. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, Never? Because you don't care? About being, being on late? time. No, I was, it was meant more as a demand. <laughs> I don't hear it, but don't say it. <laughs> so, um, so um, I, so I like the, I like they escaped with the child, and we're meeting them as almost an adult. Okay, done, cool. Because then, what that also says is to that that one feature, they're able to blend in, right? They're kind of able to hide. Why the fuck? That's for you. I don't want it. Why you just? He just put a stick in my cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. Then let's say he's he's been running around, maybe it's Podcastria or whatever city, kind of blending in, slowly kind of tinkering with shit, and now like has finally feel, felt like he's able to understand his own magic a little bit more and how to 
Orders has a goal now. Just knows that that's something they want. They they want to do. They they've realized that they can maybe build this thing, and if they get enough gold and and keep messing around it, and and like so the the thing though I will say is, I like all of this. Where do we think the evil comes in though? Is it just his treatment towards other people? Yeah, they'll do whatever it takes. Okay, so they they will... don't care. So they I think the, so. Let's say this is what I'm saying. No hypotheticals. Everything is fact from here on forward. Great. Out of my mouth. Love it. Earth is flat. Um, <laughs> and the... <laughs> God, fuck you. <laughs> okay. So, still going on with the truthful trend. Um, I think that this character views anything in the material plane that's not under the Stark regime as privileged. Like, yeah. for, quote unquote, first world problems. Okay. So, just if someone complains about their feet hurting because they've been walking a long time, it's like a. They just can't tolerate it. They can't okay. tolerate basic complaints, even if they're valid. It's just like, you don't. you. I've, it's one of those, unfortunately, like toxic people. It's like, I've been through so much worse than you. You have no right to complain to me. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where the evil comes in, just how they interact with society. They're not socially appropriate. Yeah. And I think they'll do whatever it takes to, to get back to their regime and, yeah. and throw it, and overthrow if, it. If, if they're on a job with a group of people and they have the item they need and somebody falls and the monster's chasing them, fucking sorry yeah <laughs> like that i th- yeah i agree I-, I think it's like they'll they'll leave everyone behind they see everyone like essentially as disposable kind of yeah stick to the code those so, who fall behind stay behind so then is that just neutral evil that would be neutral evil, don't you think yeah because I-, I don't think he's necessarily trying to use any sort of law to to, to their own uh advantage to try and oppress and or take advantage of people i think maybe he could slip into it if he gets back into this regime and like maybe wants to build his own like i think it's possible that at some point this character might go off and try and build his own evil regime that he grew up in because you know he saw it as a thing sure he hates it but he thinks he can do it better yeah um and that that could be possible but i don't think that's it's up to the player if that's how you want to do it cool and it's definitely not chaotic like, I don't think that they're running around just starting fires to start fires. Like, if anything, yeah, that makes no sense. Because as the artificer, they're planning everything out. They, they want to make sure that they're placing whatever their item and or trap is in the correct place. And there's a lot of planning involved in it. And then I think the way to play this properly with a group of people, because just though looking at, so looking at this character, they have a flaw. When the bloodshed begins, my first instinct is to hide. And they also are tinkering with things to kind of like... That's kind of the, would be their form of combat, right? They would yeah. make something that they can attack with or do something with from f- away because they know they're not very strong. Yeah. So what I'm kind of getting at is I foresee a situation in a party where um, a party member has tripped and fallen while they're running away from something and this character just keeps going. And then later on, that's going to be a conflict in the group. Like, yeah. how can you just abandon someone? He's like, I don't need you people. And they're like, yeah, you do fucking you can't fight for yourself like you're not very hardy you're not very strong like you need us to protect you to keep you going and then i think it's just like this character would be like yeah you're welcome that you get to protect me help me do this thing that's more important than any of you i i think they they would maybe sure but i think they also want to bring something to the group because i think also like they understand that they might be a liability as well, right? They, they, I think, and I think the stronger they get with their intelligence, the smarter they get, and the more into uh, uh, tinkering that they're able to bring. I think I agree with that. That sentiment, mm-hmm. the thank you of like you get to help me, or like I get to be a part, like I'm helping you as well. But I don't expect me to sacrifice my life for yours. That's fair. I think so. It's more, yeah, and that's where it's like 
it's tough playing evil characters, right? Because it's like within a group, I mean, it's important to find our current DM said this, like it is up to you as the player to figure out how and why you stay with the group. Because mm-hmm. any D and D campaign, you're not running a one on one. It's not you and the DM. It's yeah. you with the group. So you need to make sure you work towards understanding why you're still in that group while also staying true to the character. So again, I, I would never suggest for a first like this. I don't think this is the first time players character. No. It would be difficult to play it at least true to this. If you want to play it a little bit differently and not lean so much on the evil aspect, totally can. That's fine too. Yeah, you can just be a dick, but a lovable one, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that's where it's like again, just make sure end of the day you're having fun. Yeah, and the group is having fun, and you're not being the troll in the group that is trying to kill other people in your party. Because I again, think you see purpose to them. I think Prami's the lovable dick of our group. How do you feel about that statement? I feel like out of context, just saying the lovable dick is something but not i mean all, not all dicks could, are lovable that's true from what i've heard <laughs> <laughs> um i'm yeah. the only one who's an asshole i mean everyone kind of has been an asshole to, uh, yeah fine you know what i'll give it to you just so we can move on i'm the only one that's a good at being an asshole Skuro, sorry you try to be an asshole you're not very good at it <laughs> just throwing so much shade spooky episode spooky, <laughs> spooky you know what makes it ultra spooky is i'm terrified of conflict so don't come <laughs> at me please <laughs> it's horrifying for me on the inside <laughs> um okay cool so what else what else do we want to kind of flesh out then so we have their goals we they, they want to be able to build this frankenstein-esque character yeah and they want to they definitely want to go back and overthrow this um this regime which would be mm-hmm. really easy to convince your lawfully good paladin or cleric to help sure. you with but i i, I mean <laughs> do we think though i'm trying to see bond i swear do we think this is the type of person that wears that on their sleeve where they're constantly saying like hey yeah like I, this is what i want to do this is what i'm trying to do this is what i'm trying to do or is it like it comes up later once he has people he trusts i think it comes up i don't think it, it's a long reveal Sure. But I think it's—I don't think he's posted in the tavern. Need help overthrowing a dark lord regime? Sure. Sure. But I'd think after he's been with the group for a while, he'd be like, "Listen, the reason why I am the way I am is because I've got bigger fry- fish I'm trying to fry. This is yeah. like, this is what I need to do. This is bigger than all of us. So either get in line or get out of my way." Ooh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I agree. Like, I I don't think he I don't think he says it to everyone he comes across. Yeah, like you were saying, it's not posted on taverns, but it's. I also just don't think he's giving it up in casual conversation because I think yeah, he's no. almost kind of shame's not the right word, but like to your point, it's made it made him what he is, and he knows he's not. I think so. I think with you saying shame, I think that this character might feel guilt about being the one that got away. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And possibly they might be super irritable due to the pressure of what they feel like they have to accomplish. A lot of they might feel like a lot is weighing on them to go back and save the people that help them. And I think so. I I guess the the bigger question is with this this character I'm trying to get at is how do they feel about being vulnerable? Because that's a vulnerability, right? To show that like all of that stress and anxiety that is weighing on them, like it eventually would break them. And and I think the goal for any group is to get to a point where you can share that with them. Yeah. Um, But like, I I I think it takes some time. I, I I'm so I'm asking a leading question of. I think you go through a few missions, you try and get some gold, you try and build your golem. That's the first thing you tell people is you're trying to build this monster and or thing. And then if they're still around and if you maybe trust them enough and they've saved your ass a few times, so now maybe they're starting to feel like useful people to you, mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, you know what, guys? Like I originally was always been thinking that I'd build this golem as a way for me to single-handedly get back in here and get my family out, but 
could you guys help me with that? Because I, I don't even necessarily think his goal is to overthrow this regime. I mean, it's just to get his fucking family out. He doesn't care. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe there's people he's close to that he still wants to uh, help besides his family. But I, I, I think, again, as the evil, neutral evil character, I just want to help what's mine. I just want to want to be able to say that those that helped me, um, I saved, or I was able to do something for them as well. So, cool. All right. Um, I think that's that's all. I I mean, what else, do you have any other things you want to try and flesh out or questions about stuff? Um, so allies and organizations would be their their family back at the, in the regime. Yeah, and and that's what I was saying. If you want to throw in here, you know, there's some. I don't know, revolution underneath that as well, or like some organization. And again, depending where this regime is, if it's on another plane or on this one, there like it would make sense if a DM had some sorts of organizations that are maybe trying to infiltrate it as well and overthrow it. And so like maybe he can find allies in them. Like so essentially just anyone that's an enemy to this regime. If it's on a a, a, a different plane, maybe it's people that have been there or are afraid of it coming here if it's on this plane and it's like an actual just like city and like a normal type of like government type thing it could be you know the lawful good freedom bringers or whatever bullshit are like yeah we have we have some spies in there and blah blah blah. um yeah so i mean anyone that is an enemy to this regime for whatever reason would be an ally to this person because they have insight and knowledge and know people there um so yeah yeah, I agree. Um, so let's talk about their appearance. Okay. Um, the appearance, I think, so far is that they're a skinny, malnourished dragonborn. Yep. Um, and I and I don't know if this is real or not, but I'm going to say it is. I think they've got so they're a red dragonborn, but I think it's a dull red because I'm Ooh, sure. I'm going with like kind of how um, salmon. The more like crowd or whatever salmon eat, the more pink and vibrant they become. I'll just say flamingos, but yeah, same thing. Okay, yeah. So like a dull red. Um, I don't think their sh- their uh, teeth are very sharp. I think th- okay. because again because of the malnourishment. Um, and I like flavoring this character a little bit by having them wearing like steampunk esque kind of accessories. They made it. They, yeah, they, they made it. They 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 make they make all the stuff that they're wearing. And yeah. maybe they all serve a purpose. Like you have like one sure. of those micro screwdrivers and like a wristband well, that you can just like pull out. And well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So everything has like a little fun. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But I was also gonna say with again that little um. Go to the artificer page. Yeah, I'm trying to move them out. With all of your left hand. Yeah. Um, go up to the, the very first thing they can do with the cantri- or Tools required? No, 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 no. The, the spells they can do. Oh, okay. So those little magical tr- tinkering things we were talking about before, they don't end and or go away. Yeah, they, they these could be things they're wearing. Yes. So if you want to flavor text it with your DM and have some cool ideas for things that can make sounds or give off odors or blah, 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 do whatever, do it. Talk about what that aspect... Like, cause, cause what was the one? Uh, whenever tapped... Uh, by a creature, an object emits uh, a recorded message. Okay, no, that's not the one I wanted. Where's the smell one? There's one emits a, your choice of an odor or a nonverbal sound. Wind, waves, chirping, blah, blah, Like, maybe they just have something that looks like a flower or something that, like, helps. Like, maybe they care about their BO <laughs> or something. But it's just like, yes. So it could be just little things that are all mechanically made. And he's in, in, given this little bit of magic, too, that is a part of what he's wearing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. I like that idea that it's, it's, it's a steam. Like, does he have like goggles, or like? So a, I don't want to go full blown goggles. Maybe it's an, like a drop down glass, like a monocle. Yeah, one a, other monocle. Monocle's correct. Oh, okay. But what would that attach to? Do dragonborns have ears? They're reptiles, so I don't think so. They, 
look uh, yeah no it, it could attach to his head it could just be like a head headgear it could be something that wraps around his head a little bit that just flips down in front of his eye or extends out um as a thing to help him or maybe he doesn't always wear it but it's something that he can just put maybe it's even just he puts it on and yeah it can true. extend out like a telescope type thing um i like that also are you good with this being male female i mean it could be either yeah it doesn't matter to me so at, at this point i mean i would say i know you're more comfortable playing male characters as far as voice acting goes we could play it as a male but this this if you want to take this and have it be a female character yeah absolutely could totally work nothing about this would go either way yeah so you can i i strongly feel you can do that with any of our characters so yeah I'm trying to think of there's any, yeah i don't think there's any that i'm sure there's one everyone can like, everyone can go through the same experiences that is true it's really all that matters. I mean, everyone we're can, creating backstories that everyone could have gone through. Everyone can be fucked up in their own yeah. life. <laughs> um, nice. Okay. So I, what's their goddamn stupid fucking name? Do you want to roll on it? Should I get a... Okay. Should I roll of like a list of Victorian England... Oh. Because I imagine steampunk... Sure. ...names. <laughs> Ooh, look at all of How this. How many is that? 133... 100- Okay. We're just going to roll on the first just roll 20. A D, just roll, a D, uh, roll a, a, a D100. Okay. <laughs> this is the spookiest part. Where the fuck? Okay, so here's Two the tens. 10. That's the whoop. I'm totally wrong. That's not what that was. I'm holding a D4, so that's not. There's That's, that's the one's place. Oh, there we go. There we go. 23. So for boys, that's oh is this girl or is this a combo what list is this is most beautiful victorian girl names so for a girl <laughs> it's eleanor oh i like that um and then for boys uh oh, Jesus. Scroll, scroll scroll wait no this is just female willie this has to be a mix or i missed where boys start um riveting we've we literally just googled random victorian names yeah baby gr- names girls, oh, and girls, boys. girls and boys yeah yeah so maybe okay maybe it's a guy so it's eleanor there we go that's so i guess fine want to call her nor enor i want to call her ellie that's my niece's name so that's weird why is that weird it makes me too attached what if she dies in someone's campaign <laughs> do you not think ellie would make a great artificer that is slowly leading a revolution back to the city no <laughs> She wants to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be a tabaxi. <laughs> I hope your brother gets to this episode. <laughs> um, all right. Right now, for that's not wrong. <laughs> God, I miss being a kid. <laughs> um, so, are you going against uh, your role? No, I'm trying to I mean, think of a different name. It could be Eleanor. It's fine. It could just be Eleanor and not call her Ellie. Maybe that's her thing. I'm not Ellie. I'm Eleanor. I'm not a child. Take me seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, I mean, it's like there's a book called Bud Not Buddy, right? Where it's like, no, it's like people can do that. And again, with her her demeanor. I like the next one. I like Eliza. Eliza. That's what I'm going with. Ooh, Hamilton reference. I like it. Sure. I don't believe in the government. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't even have a retort because I don't know how that makes sense. Good. That's how I feel every single day. But I, Hamilton doesn't. Hamilton's about the forming of the country. The government. Not entirely. <laughs> I've never. Moral of the story: I've never watched it, so I don't have an opinion. Um, I can watch it. It's so good. I know it's on Disney Plus. It is. Oh, I said the D word again. 
That's fine. Whatever. They're evil. They're gonna sue us. Good. They they they're the kind of company that goes after the little man. They are. Whoops. Okay. So are, are we done? <laughs> yes. Are we done? <laughs> um. I think so. Wow. Are, is this that the, was so this spooky. is this is the second Dragonborn that we've made that we've decided whilst making it. Yep, they're a girl. Dragon. Yeah. I mean, I think in the I mean, reptile. I think not, in the reptile kingdom, females rule. I mean, I think even in the human. That's true. Kingdom. Yeah. They run the world. Who run the world, girls? <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. We run this mother, mother. Now also trade. We're attacking. We're getting all sorts of uh, season assists for this episode. <laughs> Whatever. AJR, Beyonce, Disney. I don't think, so to be fair, I don't think Beyonce would cease and assist us. Cease and assist? Cease and assist us. Cease and assist? It would be Jay-Z. He would cease and assist us. Yeah. <laughs> title. It would be specifically from the title from his music platform. Um Okay, cool. I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying, do we want to have the, oh, you don't watch Community either, but for people to watch Community, Troy believes, Troy, who is Donald Glover's character in the show, believes that all dogs are boys and all cats are girls. So, for us, it could be all dragonborns are girls. It's possible. We'll see. <laughs> all dragonborns are girls and all dwarfs are boys. Just, can't prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah, can't. <laughs> uh, all right, no, yeah, I think this is it. I think, I like this character. It, it has a spooky element to it, especially, like, there's different types of golems that can be made. You can literally make a flesh golem. Yeah, so, you can make it gross and disgusting, which yeah. is exactly what I would do. And again, like, I think, and so what I will say, the last thing I'll do for spookiness is, because the, the, can you go back so to this character's name be Eliza Frank? Oh. Because Frankenstein. What if it's a, a lot, Frankenstein's the last name of the doctor. I was just going to say Eliza Stein. Stein. Yeah. Eliza Stein. Eliza, Eliza Stein. Stein. I like that. I like Eliza <laughs> Stein a lot better than Eliza Frank. Eliza Stein. Nine. <laughs> Did they escape Germany? Is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. Can you go back to the background real quick? Because what I will, what I would like to put flavor text on wise is the dreams part of this, the nightmares of the torture and imprisonment. I think where they come from is like, literally like, the stuff of nightmares and where like the spookiness of this comes in is what she she's been through, where she grew up and what she thought was normal. And right again, so when she looks down on people and says your fucking feet hurt from what like i literally like the streets were made of hot coal mm-hmm. we like this was hell like and that's where it could be it even could be in hell that yeah. she escaped and has to go back and save her family like you don't under or maybe it's the fire plane right they're a red dragonborn maybe it makes sense that like that's where they need to go back to and there's just this evil dragon that is like however they want to play but the main thing that i would say is where they're from is the shit of like halloween wet dreams like just <laughs> horrifying and scary and creepy because they I, they struggle with those nightmares they wake up in the middle of the night horrified with night terrors and i think it's because of all they went through in their first six years of life yep um but all right cool yeah i think that's it uh, that's the last part just to really emphasize the spooky because i'm down with the spooky cocktail now spooky lightning a little bit of thunder quaff the raven never more Okay, um, well then I guess, uh, are you ready to get to, uh, the role-playing? Yeah. 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 Spooky music. Tavern now at a time I don't think we've ever actually 
been there. It is the crack of dawn. It's very, very early. Um, the streets of Podcaster are still kind of sleepy, and some people are kind of out. You see some street vendors and outside uh, starting to set up different goods and wares and foods that are being sold. And right outside of... Uh, the city tavern which is currently locked all the shutters are closed and the the front door is not open yet um we see two figures uh that are kind of standing there almost kind of impatiently uh waiting one is a very large kind of broad individual that has a, f- a tool belt on that is made of leather and has different sorts of like smithy like tools you see like a, a hammer as well as like some what looks like pliers and just very rudimentary like equipment and they're wearing a vest a leather vest but they're giant half-orc arms (laughs) kind of like look like they're ripping out of it and they have black leather pants and next to them is a smaller kind of more cloaked uh individual um that is eliza that is they're also just kind of waiting standing around i swear they told me they would be open at sunrise so we could come in here and fix everything we needed. Well, I'm sure someone will be here shortly. Uh, it's disrespectful. That's what it is. We've been fixing shit for them here for I don't even know how long, and this is the first time we've ever had to wait. At least this... <sighs> We might just have to leave. And what's the, what's the next place we have to go to this morning? We gotta go to uh, that antiquity shop. Some people have been trying to rob books out of that store, so we gotta tighten up their security. Uh, and these and these antiquities. Well, that's just around the corner. Did we? Did we try opening the door? You want me to just break it? Just try to open it. Let, let me look. Let me look. I peer inside the, um, like the window that's the in the door. Do I see anyone or anything? Uh, no one is moving around on the inside just yet. Um, as you're kind of looking, there's. It looks like it's been closed up and that it's kind of quiet on the inside. But as you're kind of peering in, all of a sudden from the back, you see a bright light that kind of illuminates all of it. It looks like a door just thrown open, and you kind of hear it slam, and you see a, a, a medium-sized human just kind of rush in real quick, kind of run up towards the bar, and just kind of throw down what looks like his jacket and all this stuff, and you sort of hear him rustling behind, and he's looking for something behind the bar. Hmm. There looks like they're running a little late as well. I pound on the door. What do, you, what do you mean? The boy just got here. Uh, yeah, hang on. Hang on. I'll be right there. Sorry. I pound again. Okay, 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 okay. And then you hear some clack, clattering in the back. And then all of a sudden someone comes up to the door and you hear jingling of keys back on the other side. He's like, no, no, no. Hang. Okay, all right, all right. And he unlocks and it just opens. Well, hello. Uh, welcome. Uh, I am sorry that you had to wait. Um... I'm I'm Trevor. Uh, Barry wasn't was not able to make it uh, this morning. Uh, he had something come up at home, uh, but I am here to let you in and have you fix 
uh, you guys know what you need to fix, right? He meets two unamused faces. Yeah. And I just look over at uh, whoever the hell you are. Baba. Baba. I look over at Baba and let, let him answer that question. <sighs> this is highly unregular. Yes, uh, we can look around at the things that are normally broken and fix whatever you need. Okay, great. Cool. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm, huh, I had to run all the way over from the lower district over on the third quarter of here, and it's, it's, it's you know, you guys know how, that's really, it's not close, <laughs> and I was sleeping. We don't need to know here about your problems. Oh, oh, hi. Um, sorry, I didn't see, who are, she, she, you're, you're, so both of you come in? I knew Baba was going to be here, but I didn't know, who are you? We're both. Uh, working on your establishment yes, this morning. This, this is my apprentice. This is Eliza, and she's going to be helping me. So uh, just point out the things you know that are broken, and we'll uh, look around a little bit and make sure everything's fixed for Terrence. Oh, yeah. No, great. Uh, I uh, <clears throat> will just kind of stay out of your way and try to make sure I, I guess I'm opening uh, today. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come, come in. Come in, come on, come on. And he just gestures you guys inside, and he kind of moves out of the way um, as Baba walks through first, kind of. As we pass Trevor, I want to whisper to Baba, I think we can get away with charging a little extra. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see what needs to be fixed here first. We might be able to come across something. I didn't make us wait. Sorry, what? What uh, did you guys? You said you wanted something while you wait, or why you're here? No, we're fine, young man. Okay, well, if you do feel like uh, you need anything, uh, I just point us to what we need to fix so we can get out of here. We got other things we need to do today. Sure, sure, same. Super busy. I want to be super busy uh, today. Uh, I've actually never opened before, so this is kind of exciting that I'm trusting you with new responsibilities and stuff, and I am super excited. I'm beyond thrilled for you, if you couldn't tell. He looks kind of up at Baba. Is, is that Joe? Is she Joe? Is that... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I know for sure... Over by the stage, uh, there was a bard here a few weeks ago, or I don't know, it was probably maybe like a week and a half or whatever. Either way, going up the stairs, um, they broke. Um, they just, there was a lot of blood. Stairs to the stage are broken. Got yes, it. Yes. So there's that. There's not a lot of them. And it was, I really, like, the wood went through his leg. I don't understand. But anyway, okay. So that. Um, and then I'm trying to think. There's a few tables that are, you know, just kind of roughed up um that are around over like booths by the stage um i know the there's like i know there's the one bar stool that terrence likes to keep a little rickety so that he can make sure that like you know if there's anyone that's acting up or whatever they can sit on that one and they can i don't know it's a whole whole thing so that one's fine but there's a, probably a few other ones that could maybe just use some lev- leveling out I, I know there's some in the back as well that are just broken so if you just i can let you into the office baba yes young man just Go do what it is you need to do to open the rest of the bar. We'll take us from here. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> let me know if you need anything. And he just kind of scampers away, like he bows, like in front of you guys, and then runs away. With all due respect, Baba, I didn't sign up to be a woodsmith. Look, 
you need gold. You seem to be pretty good with uh, all of those tools you have on you. What's the problem? I'm giving you gold for this. I want to tinker. I don't want to be sanding down legs to level them out. I'll take care of the sanding and all of the different... Look, there's only so much actual armory work that needs to be done on a consistent basis throughout here. Jobs like this are always needed. Mm-hmm. So we can come through, make consistent, easy gold, and it helps us to tinker later with other things. If you want to tinker with uh, one of the tables or one of the stools, this fucking kid won't know the difference. Just make sure it looks better than how we found it. Hmm. Look, I'll take care of the sanding and the stools. Do you think you can take care of the stairs? Yeah. Fine. Do those. Check whatever fucking tables he set up broken. And, and, uh, let's get out of here as soon as we can. Hmm. Fine. I'll go work on the stairs. Um, so you, Eliza makes her way over towards the stage, which is... It, like, it takes up the full wall to the right of the door when you walk in and has a good view straight at the bar. Um, it's maybe about 10, 15 feet wide and comes out about 5 feet into the dining room area. There's booths on either side uh, on the same side as the door, so to stage left to the right of the stage if you're looking at it. There's some windows along that side that are still shuttered up and the stairs come up from the right side um, of the stage. And there, as she kind of approaches, you can see that there's like very rudimentary three plank stairs that have like kind of like a ramp look to them. Um, And it looks like the top two have just kind of shattered in. Um, And there's like a hinge mechanism that looks like it folds the stairs up onto the stage that is also kind of like broken and has them on an angle, mm. um, kind of just hanging off the side. But this might uh, this might be more fun than it originally sounded like, at least. I wonder what that mechanism does. So Eliza kind of just sits down and starts tinkering and looking at this folding stair-like device. Uh, just if you want to describe anything of how she's doing it. I just, uh, Eliza thinks of a way to carve out a section of the stage so that the stairs can fold up into the stage and then make the stage flat and whole again so that while a performer is up there, there are no stage stairs for someone to walk up. It makes it just a lifted stage, but the whole is flat. And then the artist or the the performer has a little spot that they can push with their foot that will bring the stage back down again and it makes the 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 steps kind of collapsible like a murphy bed kind of um collapsible and keeps the stage whole no matter what whether it's up or down and she manages to accomplish that nice yeah so it takes about i mean a good amount of time Mm -hmm. while she's there because again messing with this wood and she kind of i'm imagining would have to put Almost like so the stairs can kind of rotate as it flips up. They go flat into it. So mm-hmm. you don't have to dig a huge hole into the stage. They just kind of flatten out. Um, so she pulls down her 
monocle. So we decided. Yeah. So she has the one monocle. She starts going at it, and you hear some just kind of like drilling that kind of just happens. It's just real quick, like through the wood, some metal kind of like wood, like a metal on wood sounds that make some of these holes and adjust some of the wood, reconnect some of the wood. She has some mending cantrips as well that are able to fix uh, some of the wood that has been splintered. And I would say it takes maybe about a half hour. She's mainly working on just the stairs um, as behind her over at the bar. In kind of like a montage, we just see Omog just, or not Omog, <laughs> we, see, we see Baba taking the stools, flipping them over, leveling them out, making sure there's a level on top of them, kind of making his way from each of the stools. He goes to the back, and every so often we just kind of see the little head of Trevor, the human bartender, kind of peek up over the top, and then Baba will be there and look at him, and he'll go back down and just act like he's doing something underneath. And then finally there's a little opening when he when Baba or goes over to one of the tables on the backside behind the bar that is away from the stage that Trevor sees an opening and you see him start to approach with uh, two glasses of water uh, walking over walking over towards the stage. Ah, uh, hey, hey, hey there, uh, Liza. Uh, how is, uh, what, what? it looks like the stairs were uh, pretty uh, effed up, huh? Without looking back at Trevor, she just goes, they weren't that bad, just too simple. Oh, well, well, well. I mean, they were just—I mean, broken. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, they were shattered. I wouldn't want to walk on them. They look super dangerous. But uh, it looks—it looks like you're doing quite a lot to them, though. Like I said, they were too simple. They needed to be approved upon. What? Do you, uh, I mean. Well, how, how do you improve stairs? I mean, I feel like stairs have been like a thing. <laughs> like a lot of different places have had stairs for a long time. You know, you got the one layer, and then you go to the next one, the next one, and then you're well, on a whole other level. They can come and go. Stairs? If I was a performer, I wouldn't want some crazy fan to be able to run up onto the stage while I'm up there. Oh, well, I mean, we don't get too many big names in here that are like people rushing the stage trying to get up on them. You never know. I mean, well, that's fair. So, 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 do the do the people come and go? Oh, also, I'm sorry, I brought. I have these. Uh, you looked like you were working hard, so I brought water. He just kind of extends one of the waters out to her. Do you like? Do you like some water? Fine. <laughs> okay. Well, you want to uh, 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 here, and he just kind of sets the water down on the stage and kind of pulls up two chairs, and then just sits down holding his one water. I sit on the edge of the stage, and I'm sitting in the chair that he brought me. Oh. Okay. I mean, okay. And he just kind of moves to the chair. Like I, uh, that I was brought this for me to set my glass on, <laughs> and he sets his glass on. I'm the... sure you did. Um. So you, you were good at making stuff, huh? I like to think so. I mean, this stuff. I, I was kind of. I don't know. I know you were busy, but like I was kind of like watching. Um, from. Uh, and he points back over his shoulder at the bar, uh, and over uh, at the at the bar, and it looked it, l- it looked like you were really uh, like changing the stuff that was happening. I even I, did you use a little bit of magic? I can if I need to. Oh, <laughs> I I knew it. I knew it. I saw uh, when you were. Yeah, that's cool. That's so like. How do you? How do you do like how do you do that with all the different like when you're making stuff is it the magic that's making it or are you making the magic to make the stuff Magic is uh just like any other science it can be manipulated and figured out and decoded and then controlled 
Right. I mean, totally. You're like, yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone knows that. So I mean, that's cool. That's, uh, how did you, could you, how did you, how did you learn, learn to do that? Through time and practice. Right. Right. That's so my mom tells me the same thing about my harmonica. Like I keep wanting to get better with it. And she just says again, just keep playing and keep playing it. But anytime I try to play it out in like the streets around my friends, they just all throw rocks at me. So I don't know where to go to practice it anymore. I mean, maybe, maybe with the stage now, with made it so that people won't be able to rush up on me, I can practice up on the stage. I wouldn't do that. I'm sure your boss likes to make money. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm just saying I would practice up on the stage here. I don't know. I mean, Not in front of people, I hope. I mean, that's the only way you know if you're good, though. No. You can feel it when you're good. If you haven't felt it yet, you're probably not good. Well, I mean, I just, I just got it for my birthday. How long ago was that? Like two months ago. How old are you? Old enough to play harmonica. A baby can play a harmonica. That's not true. Babies can't even really use their thumbs. Is this the first job you've ever had? Whoa. Whoa. I mean, yes, but whoa. Why? How old are you? You don't... You look, look at you. You're... You're doing... And he points at the stairs. And what the fuck? Yeah. You don't... You're... Young, too. I'm older than you. Lifetimes. Well, I mean... Okay. Uh, look at... We'll both say it at the same time. All right? I'll count. Down from three. And then we'll both say it at the same time. I bet you were closer in age than you think. Ready? Ready. Three, two, one, fifteen. Okay, you didn't say it. Okay. Wow. Now I just see now. Okay. You have much to learn. It's rude. It's kind of rude. I trusted you. That was your first mistake. Don't trust strangers. You're not a stranger. I know your name is Liza. You came out with You don't know Robert. anything about me. I know you know magic. You don't I know, know where I'm from. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know why I'm here. Okay. okay. I mean, no, that's why I came over to talk to you. What if I'm here to learn the secrets of this business so I can sneak in while, you know, no one's here and steal from the safe in the back? How do you know we have a safe in the back? Because every establishment has a safe. It's just all about finding it and then how to get in unnoticed. What if that's what I'm doing here? Is that what you're doing here? Am I? I don't know. Hmm. That would be super cool too, though. Like, oh my god, you could probably totally do it with the way you do the magic and the things with the flats. Oh my god. Maybe I'm making a trap door on the stage. Oh my god, you're making a trap door on the stage. No, okay, I'm not. Could you do that though? Because like that would be so much better for my harmonica practice. Like I could pop up. I could maybe. <laughs> Liza, I think we're friends now. No. Okay, we can kind of be friends now though. No. Okay, okay. If, it were, if, if, if I had to save you or save myself, I'd leave you to die. Why would I be dying? We're I just don't know. Bar. No one's even here. It's just, and as he points, it's just Bob. And then Bob was walking. Oh, shit. All right. How's it looking over here? I've uh, made the stages better, Baba. What do you mean better? Look, and I go to the one side that's complete, and I flip them closed into the stage. And then I push the button mechanism that I've uh, put into the stage, and then they fold back out on back onto the ground. <laughs> Fucking hell! That's, uh, I'm over halfway done with the other set. I'm almost done. What was your name again? You're Trevor, right? Uh, yes. Um. Well, this is gonna cost a little bit extra because we've added on to this and. 
Uh, since you asked for it, it's gonna cost a little bit more. Well, I didn't, I mean, I didn't ask for it. She just kind of started doing it. And, it, I mean, it looks super cool, and I'm sure it will be appreciated. But I'm just, like, I don't, I mean, I didn't know it was gonna cost. Look, it's right done. And, uh, for something like this, we would charge at least 75 gold. No, yes. And plus, that's with all the other tables and chairs being done, so why don't you, uh, I don't know, stop sitting down here and harassing my... I wasn't harassing her. We were talking. She was having fun. You were having fun, right? We were... Yeah, Baba. He's an excellent harmonica player. See, uh, you haven't even heard... How do you... I don't... But... Oh, is that so? Do you have it here? Do you want to play? Ah, uh, ah, uh, no... Oh, no, uh, Terrence has told me not to bring it in, uh, anymore, cause, okay, uh, he's just looking back and forth between the two people, uh, uh, no, no. Well, if you're not going to be proving yourself useful, why don't you just go in the back, give us the 75 gold, I'll write up the receipts, and we can leave, so you can go about opening the rest of this establishment, and we can get on. With our day. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So you said seventy-five gold for the for the, all of it. Yes. Now go. Okay. Uh, do you, you want the rest of your water? No, you can take it away. Okay. Yeah, that's why you didn't you didn't really drink any of it. So I don't need it. Okay. I mean, it's hot in here. Just in go. Okay. 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 <laughs> just kind of grabs both the waters and push past the chair over there, and he just looks down at you. Don't do that shit again. What? It's not what we're getting fucking paid to do. This is what needs to be done. Okay. And look, you're very talented. And honestly, I'm fucking impressed. But... People are going to start expecting more shit like that for a lower rate. If we didn't have a fucking pipsqueak here... They would be very upset that that was done. We can pass this off as blame on him for fucking up, but at least ask me first before you go about improving upon a shitty establishment like this. Fine. Finish it up and I'll be over at the bar having him sign those. Fine. He just slowly walks away, moving the chairs, scraping them across the floor, and he goes over to the bar and starts writing down uh, on the paper. Stupid Bubba. Stupid child. Um, you finish up on the stairs on the other side of the stage as well that weren't broken, but you just did the same improvements too. Um, and then make your way back up to the bar? Mm-hmm. Okay. You walk up to the bar as Trevor's coming back with like a big sack of gold and just kind of sets it down. Okay, um, well, I, uh, I'm counting it out now in the back, um, but... I kept losing count, and I didn't want to have to carry all of it because it looked like a lot, and I'd have to take it out of the bag. So I just figured I'd bring the bag here real quick, and I can count it out for you, and then you guys can just make, like, double and then triple check, as he points to both of you. Make sure that I count it correctly, and I'll sign whatever you, you need me to sign, and, and you can you can go about your day. Um, and so he starts, all right, one, and two, and three, and four, and five. And six, 
hand. All right, look. You have a stack of five here, yes? Uh, yeah, that's five. Well, there's six now, actually. Take the one, and he just slow, like, Baba, Baba slowly shows him just to stack them in fives and count them by fives. And, oh, wow, that is so much easier. That's, wow. Like, that's, I guess, why I'm not the, like, accountant guy here with all the gold. But, you know, okay, uh, here you go. And he just slowly stacks up all of the rows of, or columns of five. And, all right, here, so that's uh, 75. Uh, what do you need me to sign? Here. And just hands them to, like, a sheet of paper. He kind of signs it. And he goes, oh, oh, actually, too, um, thank you. Here's, uh, is there a copy? Okay, and Baba rips off a piece of the paper, gives it back to him. <sighs> cool. Um, the, uh, uh, I, uh, there's, so this is your information on here. Yes, let's well, find uh, Smithy. Okay, uh, the only thing, uh, he looks kind of like side-eyed over at Eliza a little bit. And just, uh, I don't. I don't see any of, of her uh, information. Does you want to write it? I mean, just just so I can let them know who did the stairs, right? That look really cool and good. <sighs> Baba looks down at you. <laughs> Put out a hand. <laughs> he hands you the paper. Something to write with. Uh, uh, I, I gave the quill back to, to Baba. Baba hands you the f- quill. I write on the piece of paper. And I give it back, and it says, don't give up on your dreams. <laughs> All right. I think uh, this this is just like a, this is, that's not a, this is a quote. That's advice. I suggest you take it. But I, I was just saying, I mean, I, I kind of figured, like, we were, since we were, like, becoming such good friends. We're not. Okay, well, I mean, literally. Seemed a little. Listen, you seem like a young, enthusiastic young man, but I'm. Oh, thank you. I don't want to break your hearts, but I will. I mean, I don't. Okay. Well, nothing's ever going to happen between you and I. <laughs> I wasn't. I mean. I'm lifetimes older than you are. You look like you're maybe 20. I lean in 20? real close and I say, I've been places that you. Only know of in your nightmares. I have seen things that you can't possibly imagine. We are not the same person. We have not gone through the same things. There is nothing on any level that you and I can relate to together. You are the bartender of this establishment, and I am meant for greater things. You and I will never be friends. Oh, my God. You think I gave me a bartender here? That would be so cool. Right? And, like, okay. Sorry, I'm, like, really sweaty now. I don't know why. Um. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll come see you at work. Never come to... Baba Smithy. All right, we gotta get going, little man. Uh, <clears throat> Tell Terrence we'll see him next month. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, bye, Eliza and uh, Baba. Uh, thanks for the the stuff and uh, the advice. Uh, I'll keep practicing on my harmonica. I don't say anything as we leave. <laughs> Just kind of, you walk out. 
Baba opens the door. The bright morning light kind of shines down on you guys. So he looks down and goes, What the fuck did you say to that kid? The truth. Yeah. All right. Sometimes you gotta let him down hard. Was he, uh, was he actually hitting on you? I think he thinks so. <laughs> oh, fucking humans. <laughs> and he just kind of walks down the street towards the Annie's Antiquities. <laughs> and scene. Trevor's such a bitch. <laughs> I don't know why all the bartender characters I make are bitches. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're bitches in different ways, though. Yeah, that's, Barry's just literally a bitch who won't take control and of power in his life, and Trevor's just so dumb. They're both. I, I think. Mean, I think I create. I the only empowering people in the establishment are mine. Who? Mary. Mary's best. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Terrence kind of does too. Terrence has holds his own at least a little bit. Yeah. Bartenders, fucking. What is that? Bartender, will be whatever you want. He'll, he, <laughs> you know, if he needs to, he'll become bound, sir. <laughs> Fuck off. Um. Eliza was cool though. Yeah, I liked that I had the opportunity to be like spooky with you, like <laughs> right with the like getting real close. So I try, dude. In that moment, I wanted so badly to remember what Robin Williams says in Jumanji when mm. he like. I think he's still bearded when he says it. Yeah. No, he's not. I think he's cleaned up. But at some point, he's like, "I've seen things you've only seen in your nightmares." And like he goes on this really creepy monologue yeah. and he speaks really softly. And if I could, if I knew that word for word. I would have recited it yeah. there. I like to imagine like what like you pulled him in by like the scruff of his shirt a little bit. And like yeah. he was horrified until he heard you say he was the bartender. Oh my god. And then he was like, Oh my god. <laughs> I would love to be the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um but yeah, no, and I think just overall too, like that's the thing is like the neutral evil aspect of it, right? Like I think kind of came through in like a non negative way here. Because she took an opportunity to make something instead of just being what was supposed to just be done, she did what she fucking wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, again, that's why I tried to like from Baba's perspective be like, look, if that's not what we're being paid to do, like that's not, ugh, it's a little chaotic. But like I think again, it's like no, I wanted to. F- I'm trying to improve myself constantly, so I don't give a fuck what the ramifications of this are. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's like. I don't, I mean, you can make an argument that maybe that's good, right? That's neutral good. But, like, I think almost, again, like, she would do that in a scenario where it would fuck someone over mm-hmm. or it would hurt someone. Like, I'm trying to improve myself. Sorry if it fucks yep. you. Like, also with those stairs, maybe they malfunction. Maybe they break. She hasn't practiced that. She doesn't fucking know. Yeah. Like, so, and she doesn't care, though. It's not about that. It's not like she, yeah. So, and then even on top of that, the way she was interacting with that, with Trevor. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. Just break his heart. Just get it out of the way, rip the band-aid off, and break his heart. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about Bubba is sometimes when you were speaking as him, I was imagining the bad guy from Men in Black. Sugar. Water. Oh. <laughs> more. More. Yeah. A little, well, because his tongue's inflate. Or yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that's I was just messing with my tongue a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun to... I don't know if I've played two characters. I, had, I think I did with Sir. I think Sir was the last time I had yep. two. Yeah, Sir, I made you play two characters. You played Barry and... and I actually wrote orc. his name down because I got... In my in my lore building, spare time, I listened to that episode. He he has a name. I don't remember what it is, but it's written down somewhere. Oh well, yeah. No, that was good. That was I enjoyed that. I'm excited to see what what other spooky characters we can do next week. Uh, 
if you guys are doing some spooky, fun stuff for Halloween, uh, please make sure to let us know. And if you think this character was almost too spooky or maybe could have been spookier, let us know what you think of Eliza Stein. Uh, the best way to reach out to us is on our... Oh, wait. Is it... Hang on. I think someone's knocking at the door. Is your wife here? What? Do you hear that? No. What is that? Oh, my... Hey! No, stop. Stop. I can hit stop. I can hit stop recording. Don't do it. This, is this three weeks in a row? You're beating no. a dead horse. Spooky dead you're horse. You're beating a dead horse. I don't know what you're talking about. Social media. That's what I was brought here to talk about. You're single-handedly about. ruining our podcast. I don't think so. I'm wearing a ghost cloak. And I look super spooky. You're just in shorts. Get your part out of the way and get the fuck out. Visit us at Twitter is at RNG underscore PC. That is the same for Instagram and Facebook. Let us know if you thought Eliza was spooky enough. If not, give us some suggestions to make it more spooky next week. Are you done? Do you want me to be done? Absolutely, forever. Are you horrified? No. This is super scary. No, it's not. Ooh. You're not scary at all. Yeah. Okay, I've got him gone. He's pinned down. Just finish it. Do you want me to read the review or do you want to read the review? So our email is at rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. We also have some awesome reviews like someone named Puff Plus Lotions, which gave us a review on my birthday, 720. says, love the creativity. It's great to hear some D&D character ideas that are outside of the normal variant human tragic backstory, no depth characters that are prevalent throughout the D&D community. Keep up the great work, guys. No, I won't let you. No, stay. Okay, all right. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, just keep... Rolling and keep waiting. Hopefully, this never happens again. Ah! Goodbye.